Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. Today is May 1st. Uh, we made it, y'all. May 1st. Um, it's May 1st, and it is day 38 of lockdown here in Kansas City, but more importantly, T-minus three days until reopening begins on Monday. Um, and for us, it is the first match of the second round. Uh, we are beginning the second round here. If you missed any of the last round, check out the recap show that we covered yesterday. It goes through the results and talks about some of what occurred. And so what we have going on here is we have two of the first round winners now facing off in the second round. On the one hand, we have the 1986 classic album from Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, which defeated Van Halen 1 by a vote of 3-1 to one in the first round, taking on Sticky Fingers from the Rolling Stones in the year 1971. Sticky Fingers defeated Rubber Soul by the Beatles 3-1 to one in the first round. Uh, so two convincing wins for these albums uh, hoists them into the second round where they face off today. Joining me on the call is Leanne Cash and Emma Ross. Um, what'd y'all think? So... It was the first time that we were doing a re-listen to two albums as opposed to just one, um, like we did for the prelims. So, um, I don't know, it was, I kind of had a not as good re-listen for both of these. Like, I still liked them both, but I didn't really, I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't enjoy re-listening a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, that said, it was still not too hard to make a decision in yeah. this one. Um, Leanne, what'd you think? I enjoyed Sticky Fingers more the second time through. Well, whatever time through this is. I was able to get around the lead's voice. Yeah, I... The I, lead series was I don't care for. I knew we were going to go here. But, um. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed it more because I was able to get around it and listen more to the instrumentals and more to the lyrics being distracted by my dislike for his voice. Fair enough. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, break them down here. Of course, this is the second listen through for us on these, as will be the case from here on out. Um, so let's start with Slippery When Wet, the Bon Jovi album here. Um, again, convincing win over Van Halen 1 in the first round. I was the lone dissenter. Uh, that voted for Van Halen over this album here. So um, that's not to say I didn't like it, though. Um, Emma, go ahead and give us your thoughts on Bon Jovi. Sure. So I ended up just skipping the hits that I knew already and going to the more unknown ones that, I mean, obviously I've heard them once before now, but still ones that I'm not as into. Mm -hmm. um, and I really didn't find myself super overly impressed by any of those. Like, Let It Rock is fine. Social Disease is probably the best of them, I'd say. Uh, Raise Your Hands is also pretty good. Without love, kind of just generic 80s bop. It's not, it's not really a bop, I don't know. 80s rock song. I'd Die For You, I hated. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was very, very annoying. Um, Never Say Goodbye, that's that's a hit that I did know, but I'm going to reiterate how much I don't like that song. I find it very, very irritating. For some reason, Never Say Goodbye and Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen are in the same, like, realm for me. I associate those two with, like, two songs I really can't stand. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I group them together. I don't know why. Um, 
Wild in the Streets, I, again, wasn't, like, overly impressed with it. It was fine. And I think it was I Die For You that had kind of the same lead-in as Runaway. Or that might have been Without Love. Um, I forget which one it was, but I distinctly remember hearing that and thinking that exact same thing, yes. Yeah, and I was like, you bastard. Um, That being said, the hits off this album that I do like, I like just as much now as I did before. They're still very, very good. Um, You Give Love a Bad Name is not my top tier, but Living on a a Prayer and Wanted Dead or Alive definitely are. Um, Which I think is true for a lot of people, but there's a reason, because they are fantastic. Um, so yeah, those songs I could still listen to and have a good time anytime I felt like it, um, but as far as, like, the, the filler, so to speak, for the rest of the album, it didn't really jump out to me any more than it had before, mm-hmm. so still, still has the same pros and cons, I think, from last time we did this album, yeah. but I, yeah, I, I do have to reiterate how much I do love Bon Jovi in his good moments, in their good moments on this album. Fair enough. Um, Leanne, give us your take. Um, well, I enjoy Bon Jovi more than the Rolling Stones. Just at the beginning, just to say that. Um, all the songs on this, You Can Blow a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer, and a little bit of one of our live are really overplayed, but for good reason. They're great songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Let It Rock, um, I enjoyed for the most part. It got a bit repetitive towards the end, which is like the constant Let It Rock repeating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the um, Silver I thought was cool because they brought in a brass section. Yes. With yeah. the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, raise your hands. I wasn't really sure what was going on there. I couldn't tell if it was live or they just edited it and edited it to sound like it was. Yeah, I think it's what they call live from a can, where they um, set it up to appear that way, but it's it isn't actually. Um, yeah. Uh, what that was didn't really stand out to me. It was just there. I die for you. Um, I love the electric guitar and the keyboard in it, but it gets kind of repetitive and annoying after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Never say goodbye is a vault, like I notice every time, and I overall enjoyed it, but nothing really noticeable. And then Wild in the Street sounded like a Bruce Springsteen song for an alternate universe. Huh? Is Never Say Goodbye a vault? What Never Say Goodbye? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm hearing it in my head yeah. right now. I think it is, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm going to look at the music notes. The, the music. Maybe I'm thinking, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I don't know what a waltz <laughs> is. I don't know what a waltz is, or I would, I would um, weigh in on this. A waltz is in three fourth time compared to being in four, four, six, eight. Leanne, you tell me this every episode, and it still doesn't mean anything it's to me. Four, four. Okay. Oh, it's a four, four with triple X. Okay. 
That's why it sounds like kind of wealthy. They have triple X in there. They're throwing things off. Right, okay. Yo, I, okay. I wrote yeah. a legal brief today. Don't make my head hurt no more. Enjoying this, like Jake. This isn't. This isn't for you, okay? This is um. Let let the elitist talk. Um, with music theory. I I think you can take your music theory and shove it up your ass if you want to apply it to late '80s glam rock, okay? Well, it's, it's theoretical, not um. It's not corporeal, as it were. It cannot be shoved. I enjoy this too much. Leanne, do you have any other thoughts about the album? <laughs> Not really, but Emma's right. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, my thoughts. Let's see. Um, again, you know, I really did dig this album the first time. I've this is, this is an album I've heard for years and known a lot off of for a long time. Um, Let It Rock, I think the first minute or so of that that kind of builds into the song is really really cool and really starts this album off by kind of building to a fever pitch and i i really enjoy that uh that crescendo look at me smarty shit uh that that song uses Ooh. um then we go into the two like couple of huge massive hits here you give love a bad name which is um and then living on a prayer you give love a bad name. I had the same kind of experience with it as I had with I love rock and roll the other day where I was just saying, Oh, here comes this overplayed, obnoxious, corny, stupid song. And then I enjoyed it way more than I expected to, um, living on a prayer. I'm not quite as sick of, so that was fine. Um, social disease. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, Social disease is the um, the uh, one of my favorite like deep cuts here. And Leanne already kind of took my point about the brass, uh, but I do agree with you on that. That the brass on this song is excellent and really punctuates the rest of the song. Um, I am going to say the exact same thing about a song on Sticky Fingers. So it's fun that they both kind of do that well. Um, Wanted Dead or Alive, again, just classic song, is kind of what it is, western metal sort of deal. Um, Raise Your Hands, to me, was kind of Quiet Riot type stuff, uh, but a little bit more glam because it's Bon Jovi. Um, Without Love, same sort of thing. Nothing great about it, nothing bad about it, fine song. And then, I'm going to bitch for a minute. I also hate I'd Die For You. I also hate that song. Um, In particular, because what a dumb fucking cliche to become like such a thing in 80s music. Because Prince has a song with the same title. And I have the same kind of issues with that song, except not as much because it's a better song. Um, That's a much better song. Come on now. (laughs) But I have a lot of the same gripes about it. Because my my gripe is essentially that it's a stupid thing to call a song and it's a stupid thing for these power ballad weirdos to sit there and sing on and on and on about. For one, I tell you, I think there are very, very, very few times when anyone has ever said that and it's been true. 
And more importantly, let's look at the chorus of this son of a bitch, all right? I'd die for you, I'd cry for you, I'd do anything, I'd lie for you. Those are the words. Am I the only one that thinks that is just monumentously stupid? Like, the fact that... I think the priorities are out of order. That's what I was going to say. Like, I would... There, I don't know that there's anybody on the planet that I would truly, well and truly die for. But I can tell you there's there's a lot of people I would tell a lie for. Lots of people. I would lie for a slightly above average acquaintance. So <laughs> so I, I don't think that carries very much weight, Mr. Bon Jovi. Um, anyway. Um, but would you cry for anybody? That's the real test. Somewhere in between. I, I think I think it's I think he's got the scaling correct, just in the wrong order. Uh, uh, anyway, um, never say goodbye. I do like it's a very like I said this before, but it's a cigarette lighter song, hundred percent. It is, and I appreciate those. Um, and then wild in the streets um, felt motley crew to me. That's that's where that was in my head. Um, Good song again, not tremendous, but fine. Um, but I have two two takeaways from those two songs together as a unit. Firstly, they should be flipped. Never say goodbye should end the album. Um, I think it's the right way to conclude this obnoxious love letter to the eighties. Um, secondly, both of these songs make allusions to car sex. And I hate it. That doesn't need to happen. Car sex. Car sex. It, car it doesn't sex. need to happen. It certainly doesn't need to happen twice on one album. It certainly doesn't need to happen in back-to-back -back songs. Um, well, car sex happening twice on one album just depends on how quickly you can reload. Well, oh, I think it also depends. <laughs> I think it also depends on the album. I mean, are we talking about the white album here, or, or what exactly? Um, well, that could be at least three, four. Probably at least four. <laughs> I, I think the the uh, car sex to sides of a record ratio is uh, is working out here nicely. Um, that could be. That got gratuitous. Anyway, fine album. Um, I have, okay, I might be wrong about this. We'll look into this and find out. I might be wrong. But for some reason, I feel like the music video to You Give Love a Bad Name involves John Bon Jovi and drag. I feel like I've seen that before. Or it might just be a nightmare that my brain has transformed into a memory. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Anyway... That's Slippery When Wet. Um, yeah, good album. Um, on that wacky note, let's switch gears and look at Sticky Fingers. Um, of course, full disclosure, I'm a big Stones fan, so we'll get there when it comes. Um, Emma, give us your thoughts. Okay, so to be completely honest right off the bat, I liked this a little bit less the second time. I was a little bit tired of it. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> I think my biggest, like, kind of, well, first of all, I think this is a better album overall than Let It Bleed, but it has fewer of, like, my favorite hits on it, 
Mm-hmm. It's a much better album, I think, as far as, like, keeping a steady quality throughout, for the most part, not entirely. But it doesn't have any songs that I'm just, like, itching, itching, itching to hear. Um, with the exception of, after the first time, Wild Horse is a Stitch, because I liked both of those a lot. Upon last listen, they were two songs that really kind of I latched onto that I hadn't really known before. I might have kind of known Wild Horses, but not not fully. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, my biggest disappointment listening to this again yesterday was that Wild Horses just did not hit for me the way it did before. I don't know if that's because last time I was listening to it, I was in kind of a melancholy mood, and I was driving and looking at all these beautiful blooming magnolia trees and I was like oh god you know (laughs) there's something to be said for the way you feel when you hear music I don't think that's any secret but um, it's still a good song I still like it a lot it just didn't it just hit different it didn't quite like get me the way it did before still a fine song just kind of disappointing Um, Bitch was a little bit better on that front but the Love song, the ballad that made me stop and listen more this time was I Got the Blues. Hmm. Um, yeah, I only really vaguely remembered it from last time, but this time, for some reason, that was the one that, that got me more engaged. So, you know, that, that's fine. It's a pretty song. Um, Sway, I found pretty forgettable, just like I think I did last time. Can't You Hear Me Knocking is good. You Gotta Move, I still don't like. I still think it's just kind of irritating. Um, Sister Morphine, I still really like. Dead Flowers, I refuse to listen to again because I know what Mick Jagger sounds like singing country now. <laughs> and I also know that I don't need to hear it anymore. Um, so I just pretend that doesn't exist. And then Moonlight Mile is also very pretty. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't say that I didn't like it because I still do, but I just, it wasn't quite as good the second time around for me. Fair enough. Um, Leanne, you said the opposite, that you liked it better the second time. Tell me why that is. Uh, mostly because I could get around the lead's voice. That was my main complaint against the Rolling Stones. I don't like whoever their lead singer is. I can't remember their name on the top of my head. You're um, kidding me. Nick Jagger? <laughs> I don't care. Okay, I don't care. I, I know all the names of your people. <laughs> I think I talk about them all the time. And I don't? Come on now. I'm way worse than you about that. <laughs> Mom, Dad, Mary, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Leanne. <laughs> Back to that, honey. We'll figure this out. Brown <laughs> um, <laughs> sugar. Um, I really like the staccato in the intro, but I just can't get around the whole racistness of it. That's a work. Yeah, it's that's that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Yep. Sway. Um. It was more ballad-like than I remember, and I just noticed it's very chord-heavy. It doesn't have much in between each chord, mm-hmm. like, musically. Uh, Wild Horses, um, kind of overplayed, and I think it's kind of overrated. It might just be because I've heard it too many times, and I don't really care for it as much as some do. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, KJ Haley knocking, great intro with the um, bass was really cool. And the saxophone with the snare drum make a really cool combo. Yeah. Um, you Gotta Move is very bluesy to me. It's a cover of a blues singer named Mississippi Fred McDowell. Um, and the Stones just really, really liked him. So when they covered the song, they tried to stay as straight-laced and true to his version as they could. So that's what you got. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, bitch, the intro of that song reminded me of Get Ready by The Temptations. Uh, yeah. Is that a Temptation song? I know the song. I don't, I don't know. know who it is. But yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I it they probably have done it because it's it's a Motown thing and they all just covered the hell out of each other back then. So I don't know. Yeah, they probably did. But I I feel that I can. Yeah, that's a good parallel. And then um, I got the blues. Um, it's cool. I like the acoustic guitar intro and the horns. I just like the horns on this album. Yeah, they got they got um, a good brass section. Sister Morphine sort of gives me parallels to Comfortably Numb. Hmm, okay. And it's very simple musically until about halfway through where they bring in the rest of the band beyond just the acoustic and the vocals. Right. Um, Dead Flowers, I really dislike Jagger's voice in this song. I don't know why, it just stands out worse in this. Well, as Emma said, he's he's not Jagger's not a great singer to begin with. He's one of those front men that is iconic because of his stage presence and his ability to entertain people. His actual voice isn't that good and here he's not only a mediocre singer, he's out of his element. Um Yeah, this yeah. is very country. Right. He's a British Londoner um, trying to sing country music. Shut the fuck up. And then, you're out of your own. <laughs> 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 oh, Emma. Um, and then Moonlight Mile had a really good ending for the album. I love how it starts out pretty simple and it goes into the full orchestra. But I think that was maybe a bolster at the very beginning. I couldn't really tell, but it sounded similar. It was some type of string um, percussion instrument. Yeah, I can't call it to mind. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's either a dulcimer or a mountain dulcimer or a hammer dulcimer. Right. Same region, different sound. <laughs> of course. But I have more respect for Rolling Stones this time for just because I was able to get more into the music aspect of it being on the vocals. Right. Um, fair enough. Um, of course, so like I've said before, I love the Stones and particularly this album. Um, I've, I love this album. Um, Brown Sugar, okay. So Brown Sugar is very problematic. Um, I've been listening to the Stones since I was like eight and I've known Brown Sugar that entire time. So when you're eight, you don't think about those things. And so I have had to grapple with that as I've grown older but uh nevertheless it has a very good groove to it um and the song itself if its subject matter weren't so cringy and terrible would be uh even more beloved than it is anyway in spite of those things um 
Sway is good. Um, just twangy, stones, bluesy guitar. Um, Wild Horses is without a doubt their best ballad. Um, Angie is fine, but Wild Horses beats it easily. Um, Can't You Hear Me Knocking is an excellent jam song. Um, the way they, they recorded that, you know, the last half of it that's all instrumental is more or less improv um, which is very impressive um, and very musically interesting. Um, not to mention, again, just a killer riff on that song. So really, really cool all the way through. Um, you Gotta Move is odd, um, but it if you're somebody that listens to a lot of Rolling Stones and a lot of their like full albums, it's not unusual. Um, they do a lot of those kind of by-the-books blues covers. Um, there's a similar one on Let It Bleed. Um, and then uh, Bitch is excellent brass, uh, much like Social Disease on the Bon Jovi album. The, the brass work on that, that out, uh, song really, really makes it. Um, it's got a cool introduction like Leanne talked about, and it's just a very thorough, very complete song, I feel. Um, I still remember seeing the Stones a few years ago, and they played Bitch at the concert, which is, you know, not obviously a super huge hit of theirs, so I, I lost my 15-year-old shit when they started playing that song, because I've always really, really <laughs> liked it. Um, I got the blues, um... I've listened to this album a million times, and this is the one that always slips through the cracks for me. I don't know why. I'm not perfectly sure. Maybe because I'm just coming off of the kind of bouncing, dancing stuff from the last song. I don't really know. But that song has never really done anything for me. Um, once again, that is the case. Um, Sister Morphine, um, I really like that kind of jangly, twangy reverberating guitar it's very minimalist but done very very well and you feel the vibrations of those strikes every time they happen um i like dead flowers i would because i am the stones apologist of our group but i really <laughs> do like dead flowers and i like a lot of their tacky stupid country stuff because you know, they don't take it too seriously. They know they're a bunch of tacky British guys trying to sing country. But yeah, like, I like it. Um, it's uh, dark as hell, which is interesting. Um, it's also a song that's been covered a lot. Um, Towns Van Zant has a very famous cover of it. A lot of people would probably say that the covers out surpass the original. Um, and then Moonlight Mile is also good, um, pretty, and I feel like puts a bow on this album nicely. Um, I don't really think there's a bad song on this album. There's one or two that are kind of forgettable, but, um, anyway, yeah, there's my, um, very rose-colored glasses, um, shameless, uh, review of the Stones. Um, so... We can go ahead and vote here. I have a write-in vote uh, from my buddy Evan, um, who, see, all right, so Evan, God love him, 
listened to the wrong album today. Um, which is why I didn't read his reviews as we went through the albums, because he listened to Let It Bleed instead of Sticky Fingers today. Um, and, um... He ended up voting for Bon Jovi anyway, so I'm still going to count his vote here. He says, overall, it's just a lot more fun and enjoyable album. Uh, shaped a lot of his musical tastes, um, as we kind of talked about before when, when we did this album. Um, and about 10 minutes after he sent me his write-in, he sends me a message that says, Shit, wrong album. Don't listen to me. So, um, Evan is wonderfully incompetent, but... Um, tomorrow we are covering Let It Bleed, so I guess he just got a little early. Um, Emma, give us your vote. So, Bon Jovi had more that I really knew and loved. That being said, the rest of his album annoyed the hell out of me, for the most part, which Sticky Fingers didn't. So, even with... Sticky Fingers kind of doling for me with the second go-round. I have to vote for them mm-hmm. because I think overall it has better quality. And even though I do love what of Bon Jovi is on that album, I don't really... Bon Jovi as a group overall, I'm not that big into. So even though this was the best of Bon Jovi... It's not. It's still not entirely, entirely my thing. It was my thing more than Van Halen was, and I still do like Bon Jovi, but it's not. It's not high on my list, and even the greatest hits can't make it that high on my list. Um, so, yeah. Even though I'm not a like giant mega fan of the Stones either, I think they win here. I think that's fair. Um, Leanne, give us yours. Um, while I do have a new appreciation for the Stones, I'm going to start to say Bon Jovi just because, for me, their hits off of this album seem to ring out better than the Stones do, just because it's more my personal style and I'm more likely to keep it. If I hear one of Dead or Alive come on the radio, I am more likely to keep it on that station than I would with, I don't know, Sister Morphine. Right. <laughs> I have to say it's slippery with that Bon Jovi. Well, we're in a bind now. That's because we're in a tie. Um, of course, I I can't vote against the Stones. I will eventually, I promise. But I can't vote against Sticky Fingers, at least not here. Um, and, yeah, I think it's a, it's a damn fine album. I am of the opinion it is their best. Um, although... To be honest, last time we listened to Let It Bleed, I was uh, impressed by it more than I thought. So we'll see. Um, and it's entirely possible that we could end up with Stones versus Stones in the third round, depending on what shakes down here. Um, but yeah, we're in a tie uh, because I got to vote for Sticky Fingers. It's a, it's a damn fine album. Very solid. Nothing on it isn't really good. Um, mediocre at times, but nothing on it is bad. Um, so I, I have, uh, sent the Zen signal to our, uh, group chat for input of our panel. We have a vote in already from Charles Allen for sticky fingers. Um, 
so we can linger here for a moment and see if this settles itself. Um, but yeah, how's that a way to start off the second round in a deadlock? Um, I think it speaks to what we have to come. A lot of tough calls for us here on the panel. Um, as there, nothing, nothing that's left is really not a classic. Uh, and it's just going to get harder from here. Um, of course, the winner of today's show, whatever it winds up being, will face the winner of tomorrow's show. The Stones are back again with Let It Bleed, uh, their second album in the second round. So the first two second round matches are Rolling Stones albums. Uh, but Let It Bleed will be taking on Michael Jackson's Bad tomorrow. Um, both artists represented twice in the second round. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, at the moment, we're sitting at 3-2 to two for Sticky Fingers. Uh, the final results will be pending, I suppose. And uh, as we've had to do before, I think I'm just going to have to give those results out when they come. Uh, so we're not going to have a final decisive answer on today's podcast. Uh, we'll get down to the uh, solution there later on. Thank you again to my panel today, and we will have the results for you on today's episode beginning with at the start of tomorrow's episode. Or check us out on Twitter at Zenzone Podcast, and the results will come out as soon as we have them. Um, so thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with the results and a new episode. And rock on, my friends. <laughs>